welcome to another episode of Prioritize. They accomplish while you drown in lists. It's difficult to juggle your responsibilities. Husband, father, brother. It goes on, but your energy doesn't. You pondering what I'm pondering? Prioritize what's right for you, not what's left behind. This is Prioritize with Toby Baker. You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. Greetings, gentlemen and ladies. This is Prioritize. Here we discuss prioritizing faith, family, relationships, and more. I am your crazy white, formerly fat host, the Baker Boy himself. Welcome to the show. Formerly fat. You know, it's it's really difficult to get to that point where you can actually say that, not be lying, directly after the Thanksgiving holiday. Do you, do you, are you picking up what I'm putting down? Are you feeling me out there? Man, you got family that comes over to the house, right? Or maybe you're going over to somebody else's house. But we've been hosting Thanksgiving feast, uh, dinner and gathering and uh, the holiday for quite a few years now. We had actually started out several years ago. And I had asked my mom, I said, hey, you have all this china in your china hutch. Is there any chance you can bring that over? Oh, no. No, we, we can't possibly do that. You see, it's there for decoration. Your great-great-grandma Taylor gave this to me to take care of, so I'm doing the best that I can with it, okay, sweetie? Button up your shirt. You're going to catch pneumonia. So, and she normally ends it with that. So I'm, I'm looking at like, you got to be kidding me. You're not using it. It just sits there. I know, sweetie, but we don't want to break anything. Okay. All right, mom, that's fine. So we started going around to the Goodwills and the Salvation Armies. And every last one we went to had China right there in their flatware and plates and, and all the goodies. And I'm thinking to myself, why don't we just start picking this up? Because, you know, it's it's an important deal, right? For Thanksgiving, you got all the family coming in. The last thing you want to do is, well, the last thing I want to do. Maybe not the last thing you want to do. Maybe the last thing you want to do is do the dishes. This is why we have three sons. Because we got three dishwashers. Are you picking, are you, you, are you understanding this? Okay, so... Here we are. I'm looking at that. I don't want to do paper plates. I don't want to do styrofoam plates. I don't even want to do chinette. No, I want to do real china, real plates. Yes, the trade-off is there's going to be some dishwashing. And I don't make the boys do all the dishes. That would be insane. I also have a wife who helps out regularly. So, oh, you're just a pig. Oh, Okay. All right. Occasionally, I do find myself helping out, but typically, I'm actually serving. I have the gift of hospitality, so I love to make people feel hospital. Can I uh, hospital hospitable? Can I get you something to drink? Are you hungry? Can I? I got some homemade Chex Mix and some ice cold Coca Cola. Be nothing to break that out. You look a little thirsty. Are you thirsty? Can I get you some water? We got Pellegrino. We just got in some stuff from uh, Buble. We got tap water, and then I got some regular filtered water. What, what can I do for you? That's kind of my 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 go to when you visit the house. So. We had uh, tons of people over. We actually had my cousin, and we, we really don't get to see it all that often. And my favorite aunt and uncle, and, um, you know, they're they're in for uh, Thanksgiving Day. Uh, it wasn't my favorite uncle, but it was my favorite aunt. And partially because she is the—I've never seen her in a bad mood, ever. 
like ever, 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 ever. House could be on fire, all her belongings going up, and she's standing there looking at you like, can I get you some pizza rolls? Would you like some candy? Would you like some? I, I may have some in the car. There's no more in the house. The house is on fire. I'm very sorry about that. Can I get you some pizza? Maybe we'll go out for some pizza later on, okay? Would you like that? That's her That's her attitude. She's This lady... Uh, is is has been giving me these um, the Hallmark Christmas ornaments like there's a collection. So she started this tradition way back when I was just a I was just a child, and I'm talking like I don't know four or five years old maybe. Anyway, I got the Toy Soldier uh, series. So every year she would give me uh, a, a Hallmark Christmas ornament, Toy Soldier. I would also get these candies called Nips. They had a chocolate parfait and they had coffee. I would get both of those from her. And then she she found out I like gummy bears. So then she's buying these Black Forest gummy bears. And it, it's just an amazing personality and character as somebody who was so adamant about finding out what you like. And it, it's not like she's spending a bundle, but she is spending time. She's spending money. She will always send us a. Uh, uh, she will always send us uh, birthday cards and anniversary cards. She's incredibly thoughtful, and I never see her in a bad mood. And I, I start asking myself, "Hey, how come she's so doggone happy?" And and B, um, how can I be more like that? I think she embodies the the character of Jesus, where very generous and concentrating and focusing on the positive. And I, I think that, I mean, that's fantastic, right? Do you know anybody like that? Are you friends with, not me. I, you're probably, if you're friends with me, like, that's not Tobe. You're right. It's not me. But are you friends with somebody out there like that who they just, they never seem upset. It doesn't matter if they're half dead, falling off the couch, barely able to stand up. They're like, I'm so grateful the floor is comfortable. I'm so, I'm so glad we put in that extra padding. Can I get you? <laughs> Tell my wife and kids I love them. You know, they could be dying and they're still they're still grateful. They got that heart of, of gratitude. Like they find something to be grateful for. I was watching the Simpsons episode. Probably season, I don't know, season 16, 14. They have like 30 plus. It's amazing. This stuck around that long. And there were some uh, really cool words of wisdom. I guess the Buddhists have a saying which is very similar to uh, Christ followers and, and the Holy Scriptures. That um, desire for materialism causes pain, suffering. And by that meaning, if you stop comparing yourself, like if I stop comparing myself to other people who got a, a shinier car, oh man, this guy's got a drop top, cherry, convertible, Mercedes Benz. Oh, this guy's got a Lamborghini Countach. Boy, if I had that and he had a feather, we'd both be tickled. You know, if I stop comparing myself to other people, what they have, what they possess, and focus more on gratitude and less selfishness, I'll actually be a happier person. Because as the the song says, John, what song is that? Uh, the, the 
John, the one from Boz Luhrmann, what's that called? Uh, everybody's free to wear sunscreen. So if you've never heard, it's a very interesting song. It's just some guys rambling on about all the advice he has to give in a song. And he basically boils it back down to, uh, uh, as for the rest of my advice, you can take it or leave it, but, you know, wear sunscreen, protect your skin. In the song, he says the race is long, and in the end, it's only with yourself. Isn't that just so simplified that it's, oh, wow, that's that's actually very true. That's what a phenomenal revelation that is. I'm just racing against myself. Because in the end, all the toys that I've accumulated, they get sold or they get divided amongst our children. Everything that I have remaining gets divided or lost. King Solomon puts it like this, vanity of vanities, all is vanity and chasing after the wind. In all my life, we work hard, we play hard, we raise funds, we give, we spend, we save and in the end, the race is only with myself. If I stop comparing what I don't have to those that do have, I remove that desire. I also remove the pain and suffering of, oh, if I only had that, I'd be happier. No, my friends, gentlemen and ladies, we choose happiness, right? That's This is not a, a clinical discussion of clinical depression. This is a discussion of gratitude. And basically, I'm discussing it and you're listening. And I guess that's the best I can do until we turn this into a call-in show, which might happen someday. Ha! Yeah, and the monkeys fly out of rear. Ha! Why do I say formally fat? Well, I went on the COVID diet for about three weeks, lost 18 pounds. Yes, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, th I see that thank you in the back there. Thank you very much. I finally got up, took a shower, and looked at myself in the mirror. I'm like, I'm missing three chins. Where did they go? Yeah, lost 18 pounds. So I can actually say, uh, formally, Fat Host, the Baker Boy himself. I don't know how you guys do it around your house at Thanksgiving. Maybe you have the bestest Norman Rockwell-ish Thanksgiving that anyone has ever seen. It's better than the Hallmark movies. It's it's fantastic, meaningful conversation. Everyone brings in stuff, and it's just amazing, right? Or maybe yours is not like that. Maybe yours is a little less Norman Rockwell-ish and a little more Nightmare on Elm Street, where uh, I guess he never did a Thanksgiving episode, did he? But people arrive normally late. Uh, they brought the turkey. It's still frozen. They didn't really bring any fixings because no store was open on Thanksgiving. I'm like, why did you wait until today? As you're prepping and getting the decorations out and preparing for this feast, you're murmuring under your breath, this is the last time we're doing this, I swear to God. And then halfway during it, you're like, oh, it's kind of nice to have the family over. And then after everyone leaves and you're cleaning up and doing the dishes, you lean over to the wife and be like, now next year we definitely have to do the corn just like that. That was amazing. And when we have everybody over, we can change the decor a little bit. And your wife's like, I told you. You would be doing this. 
when you were complaining that you're never going to do this ever again and this is the last year because half the people don't respond. You have no idea what anybody's thinking or bringing. You don't know uh, how you're going to decorate and there are going to be tons of people in the house. No one's going to be able to move around. It's going to get super hot. And there you are complaining, we're never doing this one again. And then at the end, it's like, well, you know, next year we'll change it up a little bit. I'm a family guy. I, I prioritize family. I, I love having a full house. It's it's never, we don't have the arguments. Uh, let me, wait, check that. Okay, let me try this again because there are arguments that ensue. They generally don't blow up. Can I say general? Because we did have a blow. Okay. How? <laughs> Most of the time. There are no blow-ups at Thanksgiving. We we come together like we're human beings, like we're people. A lot of the stupid stuff gets checked at the door. It's it's not a rule. People just do that. They just check it at the door. They'll, they'll pick it up on the way out. But the dumb conversations, the overridden political arguments, all that baloney, that means so little. When it comes down to the, the super important things like family, relationships, life, and death, all that stuff just gets stuck to the door. You know what we talk about? We, we talk about memories. We talk about years past. We, we, we kind of uh, indulge our own uh, self problems and, and our own screw-ups and, oh, man, cousin, you know what I did the other day? This was so dumb. I don't call other family members out on their stupid crap. They can do, I mean, I do that with mom because there's so much of it. It's just, it's picking the low-hanging fruit. It's actually how I tell her I love her. No, but we, you know, for mom and I, we, we kind of go back and forth and she'll remind me of a story and, and that'll remind of another story and and we laugh about these things, and this is our family. We we come together, we bring food, it's cooked, you know, we get there, we set everything up. There's there's normally enough there to feed a small army. Can you feel me out there? You got hands raised? Oh, brother, I know what you're talking about. Like you eat until it hurts, then you visit the restroom, and then you come back to the table like, okay, let's time for pie. And that's that's Thanksgiving. It's not all about the food, obviously. We like to point out a couple things for which we're grateful. We're going to go around the table. I guess we skipped it this year. We missed it. I didn't. I should have vocalized it, and I didn't. And it's, you know, for some people, oh, put me on the spot. What am I thankful for? Uh, 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 gum. I'm thankful for chewing gum or sweaters or socks. We do this once again around our own family table. Uh, my wife and I and our three boys, we sit down to a nice uh, Christmas dinner and while we're eating or before, yeah, I think while we're eating is just part of the topic of conversation, we will each vocalize with sincerity, with love, with cherish uh, the things for which we're grateful over the past year. What were the events? What were the things that happened in our life? What did we receive? What what opportunities did we have that we were able to give, to give back, to to pay it forward? You ever think about those? In your own life, and when we you you have to brush through a lot of. I don't know how else to say it without going into profanity and overusing the word baloney and bullcrap. There's so much going on in the news. 
I don't know how one can maintain their sanity and listen every single day, all day long. Or they get on Twitter with all of the negativity. Or they get on Facebook with all the confusion. If we push all that aside for a few hours when we're with our family, and we're not looking at our screens, you're kind of looking at your food, you're looking at each other. It might be awkward, but it's far more valuable than looking at your screens, checking your, who checked in with me, what did they post? Brush all that aside. Stop with the podcast for a little bit. Yes, I guess even mine. Stop listening to the news for a day or two. See what happens. Bring your family together. Have some moments together. I was coaching a guy, uh, and I thought this was so great. Um, I, I do uh, one of the things I do is life coaching. Anyway, we we were we were talking about December, like it is here. Oh man, this this whole year has flown by, and I'm sure it's done that for you as well. I probably don't even have to ask, but we turn around, Joyce and I, and I'm like, you know, it is it is four weeks until Thanksgiving. Where did the previous 10 months go? And now we're beyond that. And now we're we're less than four weeks away from Christmas. This is my favorite time of year. I, I love this time of year. The decorations, the feelings, the memories that we've made as a family, uh, the memories that Joyce and I made as a couple, and and uh, just a, the five of us as our family, and then our extended family, and parents, grandparents, siblings, nieces, nephews. So great, and speaking of family, I was coaching this uh, this young this young gentleman, and I had asked him. I said, "Look, man, we're we're in we're in uh, December. It's the end of the year. You got uh, less than thirty days. Tell me one thing you'd like to accomplish. What one thing that is going to be kind of the center focus going into this month? If it was." If you could just keep it down to one thing, right? I'm not talking about let's make sure we set up uh, five goals for the various areas of our lives, spirituality, financial, business, personal, relation. You know, let, let's just do one and focus on that. He's he's a he's a little more, you know, he's a lot more ADD than, than what I am. So his attention gets uh, spread out and he can jump from one scroll to the next and not even miss a beat. So I said, Hey, let's, let's look at just one area of your life. What what do you want to focus on? His response was fantastic. I said, he, he says, I would like to focus on family. I, I want to focus on being intentional with my wife. We have an anniversary coming up. I want to focus on being intentional with each and every one of our kids and let them know that when, when we're together, like they're the only, they're the only son, they're the only daughter in the room. It's just the two of us. And they have my complete focus. Everything else is off to the wayside. My work, my uh, business life, my cell phone, all that stuff is off to the wayside. And where I just want to focus on, on that. I said, fantastic. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to set up a day, date, and time with each and every one of your children and certainly with your wife. And I said, be intentional about what they enjoy, what they like, a food that they prefer, a place they like to go, a shopping thing, because it's going to be that time in the car. It's going to be that time sitting down in front of them or next to them 
the words that you share, building those memories and, and be consistent. You know, don't just do it once and then the next 12 months, that's it. We're not doing this again. But come back into that uh, on a regular basis every month if you can carve out that time. And if it's a priority, you do, right? We allow so much into our life that shoves around our priorities. And we keep saying yes to these these outside things. Doesn't mean that that outside element question, fundraiser, charity event, church event, uh, public event, doesn't mean that they're bad. They're negative. They, they don't have value. It doesn't mean that at all. But to every event that you say yes, you're saying no to someone or something else. Right? So, I started this out with prioritizing gratitude. I'd I'd like to get back to that. Or you mean circle back? I wasn't going to say that. That's a dumb saying. Where did you pick that up? Never mind. The news, the constant 24-hour news cycle, Facebook cycle, Twitter cycle, Instagram cycle, all the social media networks are, are um, enemies hounding us can be quite encumbersome, can be rather intrusive. And when you carve out some time for your family members, like this this guy I'm coaching is going to do, uh, it changes your focus when you realign your priorities with the things which are most important. So in prioritizing gratitude, it's going to be far easier to find things to be grateful if I'm not looking at things that just get me riled up, that get me so upset at what I see in the world, what I see in the news, what I see going on with people that I've known all my life, that I see with complete strangers and and enemies, what I see with friends that, that hurt all the more, right? When it When it's somebody close to you that hurts you or is hurting and you're trying to reach out and you're trying to help and it gets rejected, like, Mm, that kind of gets to the gut kind of turmoil. Uh, but when you can push a lot of the negativity to the side, a lot of the news, you know, the news is going to be there tomorrow. The news will be there next week. You can shut that off for seven full days, come back. There'll still be the same amount of negativity, if not more, you can dive back into if you're truly a masochist and you like to hurt yourself. Or if you just, you know, you want to know what's going on in the world so you can speak intelligently with your colleagues, friends, strangers, neighbors about what's going on in the world. Tim Ferriss doesn't even uh, listen to the news, doesn't watch it anymore. At least that's what he said in his book, The 4-Hour Workweek. What he will do instead is ask uh, any of those people, friends, strangers, neighbors, relatives, hey, what's, what's going on in the world today? What's new in the world? They're glad to share it. And then he can converse with them. He does, however, have a very effective way of prioritizing the things that are actually important in his life. And if I can encourage you to do so, prioritize gratitude. Look at the things around and see if you can be grateful for the roof overhead, the refrigerator still working, the freezer still keeping the frozen goods frozen. If you have somebody at your side for whom you can be grateful, if you have children for whom you can be grateful. Got a running vehicle, got a job, got an income, got an apartment, got some place you can call home. If you got friends, be grateful. 